Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week. Starting off with the food and grocery sector, Iceland is stepping up to support parents during school holidays. They've unveiled a round of price cuts on 200 popular products. This move comes in response to a staggering 54% of parents having to tighten their belts just to put food on the table. And it's not just Iceland making waves. Tesco is taking steps to help shoppers easily find discounted products and reduce waste. They've expanded their reduced in price, just as nice signs to 300 stores, focusing on items like fresh produce nearing expiry and end-of-season products. Moving on, there's some interesting collaboration brewing in the food delivery world. Majestic Wine has partnered with Uber Eats, bringing hundreds of products to your doorstep. Speaking of which, Ocado is gearing up for more same-day delivery options. They're under pressure from Marks and Spencer to turn things around, and this expansion could mean bigger shopping orders for those same-day slots. And here's something that might make shopping even more enjoyable, Aldi's sensory-friendly shopping hours. They're testing this out across 100 stores, aiming to create a quieter, more pleasant shopping experience. That's a thoughtful move, considering different customer needs. Now, let's shift gears to clothing and footwear. Shoe is venturing into new territory with their partnership with Higher Street, a rental marketplace. Apparently, there's been a 300% surge in demand for shoes to complement rented outfits. The luxury market is making its moves too. Matches Fashion and Celia have joined hands, offering a collection of rare handbags and accessories. Elsewhere, John Lewis is coming to the rescue for budget-conscious parents with a hefty 25% off on their back-to-school range. Meanwhile, Farfetch is making job cuts amidst a company-wide restructure. Fraser's Group 2 has big plans, emerging studio retail with misguided and I saw it first. This move aims for cost efficiency, but has raised concerns about potential redundancies. On the acquisition front, it's a busy time. Fraser's Group is upping its stake in ASOURCE, and JD Sports is flexing its muscles by gaining full ownership of Poland's marketing investment group. AK Retail Holdings, the owner of MNCO and Yours Clothing, has acquired plus-size retailer Evans. And there's movement within the industry's big names too, with a co-founder of Pretty Little Thing snapping up a stake in Boohoo. Switching over to results, All Saints is celebrating its best-ever annual sales and profits, with a whopping 36% increase in total sales attributed to online growth and product development. But elsewhere, Under Armour's sales dipped 2% in their latest quarter, despite strong growth in international and direct-to-consumer segments. In the electrical sector, Mark's Electrical posted remarkable sales growth of 30.7%. They've raked in a whopping £36.2 million in just four months, driven by the demand for televisions, washer-dryers, and cordless vacuum cleaners. Their commitment to customer service also seems to be paying off. That's impressive. Apple reported a net income of $19.8 billion in the third quarter, showing steady growth from the previous year. This growth has been fueled by their ever-growing army of over 1 billion paid subscribers. Now, onto the DIY and gardening sector. The big news has been Wilco, which fell into administration after unsuccessful attempts at rescue deals. 
PwC has stepped in as administrators. On to the world of furniture and flooring, where SCS is confident about their full-year profit guidance, despite challenges. With £695 million in cash and zero debt, SCS is showing resilience. And their like-for-like -like order growth is up by 6%. Switching to the department stores, marketplaces, and specialists, we have a mix of financial results. Watches of Switzerland witnessed a slight dip in total sales, yet they remain steady in line with their quarterly guidance. And let's not forget the giant of e-commerce, Amazon, which has turned the tables by reporting a whopping net income of $6.7 billion in the second quarter. Quite the rebound from the previous year's net loss of $2 billion. Speaking of transformations, Card Factory is exceeding expectations with its full-year results. Their positive momentum continues, outpacing the board's own expectations. Moving on, Clinton's is looking to trim around a fifth of its stores due to financial difficulties. Restructuring advisors have been brought in, and the situation calls for a debt-for-equity swap. THG has taken a step in a different direction. They've rebranded MyProtein, incorporating a new logo and a commitment to waste reduction. Marks and Spencer's has made a significant move. An all-female leadership team is set to steer their five new flagship stores, boasting an impressive combined experience of over 115 years. They've also called on the government to drop VAT on period pants, highlighting that customers have shelled out over £3 million in VAT since 2021. Now, on to a tech-savvy development, TikTok has launched Fulfilled by TikTok. This innovative logistics program promises seamless and rapid fulfillment for merchants, making selling on the platform smoother than ever. And in the realm of partnerships, John Lewis has sealed a hefty £100 million deal with Google, aimed at cutting data storage costs and amping up their AI efforts. This follows their recent virtual try-on service launch. And finally, Alibaba's Mirovina has joined forces with Commerce Hub, aiming to expand their European presence by enabling thousands of brands to sell on their marketplace. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from retail economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight, including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.